So we are back after an incredibly long layoff, but we have a blockbuster reunion show. So I want to just give a shout out to all of you for doing so much hard work. And Zach, the fact that you were able to get us the Harry and Meghan interview before anybody, it's just incredible. And I want to thank, we all want to thank you for that. So um, what time can we expect them? What what time will they be? Um, all right, about that. Uh, they uh, found some uh, tweets of mine that were not so uh, kind tweets. about um, them stepping down from royal duties. Oh, uh, those got out. They got out. I thought I did a pretty good so, social media scrub. So the thing is, you won't have to be here when we do the interview. You'll have to leave, and we can just pick it up then. The rest of us can just click well, into it. There was a cease and desist that oh. they put out against the family personally so all of us are out oh yeah it was pretty bad i'm not proud of what i said but i said it so all right so basically you're so, saying so already we're back what i mean you don't you don't need to now okay you don't need to embarrass me you don't want steven you're the guy that always seems to come through for us so to get the tom and giselle interview Get them both together is a really, really a lot of work. And you, I know you put a lot of effort to it because that's what you do. So we'll just move them up to the first segment. What, uh, when can we expect them, Steve? What time do you uh, think we can get them on? Because uh, we have, yeah. Okay. Uh, you, uh, hmm. Tom, Tom Selleck? Uh, no, not Tom Selleck. Uh, not Tom Scarrett either. I'm talking about Tom. Both great gets, though. That would be. You want, this, wait, sorry, you wanted me to get this. I thought you were going to get his Tom, uh, Brady, and Giselle. Oh, um, that was what I had you penciled in for. That's what you uh, That's what you texted me. Um, I got Tom and Giselle. I didn't know what that meant, but I just assumed it was for the show. Did he I, mean Tom and Jerry, the movie that won on HBO Max this ooh, week? Solid flick. Guys, I'm really sorry about that. I. Uh, You're really sorry about you couldn't get either one or you could get Tom, not Giselle? Because I don't care if we get Tom, but Giselle would be interesting. Because I, as she wears those high heels on that catwalk. I think me. Mikey's on to it. I was trying to <clears throat> tell you I got Tom and Jerry's last night. Tom and Jerry's. Okay, so they, they so that segment we can, well, uh, to, well maybe we'll have to come back. Can I, get, can I circle back with you on that one? You can circle back. Right. With, well, okay. But you know I'm what? sorry. We have two other really, really yeah. good ones coming up. Melissa, the fact that, well... I knew you'd probably be able to get Green Day because you did sing for your, what was it, your 18th birthday you sang on stage with yeah. them? Yeah. Um, so we got, uh, we can, you know what we'll do? We'll do Billy Joe first, and then we'll get the rest of the band to come in, and I'll take up the other two segments that we have going Actually, due to a restraining order that is currently out on you me, what is going on? I couldn't I, mine get any of the members. You could, how about a roadie? Could we get somebody that works I in the I kind bit? of have to stay 500 feet away from everyone, everyone. that's involved in right, anything so, Green Day related so, uh, at the moment. Uh, but, no green, know, I'm getting they'll be no, lifted soon. I'm getting no Green Day then. We're getting no Green Day, no time. Sadly, no. All right, Mikey, my cleanup hitter. I saved the best for last with you. He got us, and I don't even think you guys knew this, the entire cast of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. hey Danny wow. DeVito... Plus Whoa. the rest of the cast because we can go on with Danny DeVito first, and then we get the rest of the cast in. We can talk about you know I'm thinking Batman Two, the Penguin he Broly played, out uh, Mikey. There was just a slight hiccup. I th- was under the impression that they were just 
people living in Philadelphia. Oh. This is not oh. the case. They're actually really? actors who oh. happen to reside in uh, California. And I was not able to go to California. So you being so young never knew that Danny DeVito was in like some... I thought like his name was Frank One of the Cuckoo's Reynolds. Nest, one of the greatest, one of the Danny really DeVito. great films of Wait, our time, I think. Always Sunny in Philadelphia, isn't it like a documentary? I thought it was until wow. recent events. Oh, shit. So. So, so nobody thought about bringing this up in pre-production before we... Got well, I thought it could be an interesting fact. You know, most of our listeners probably didn't know it I wasn't a documentary. Through. I, I wow. just feel yeah. like we're we're opening wounds here that we, we don't uh, need to. There are to. some serious. I didn't realize the two of you, uh, Zach and Melissa, have some serious things we have Listen, to discuss. Listen, these legal issues maybe. will be cleared up, and well, every day uh, I will hang out again. You can't resign from your family. Well, I'm sorry. If we keep this up, oh. you know what I mean. This mm. is this is very difficult <clears throat> right here because we, I just said blockbuster reunion, and I you know I left it up to you guys. I, I thought you were talking about the stock market. Well, I could have picked up the phone and and you know as you see in this room, I had met many celebrities. I you know, Mr. Uh, you know, well Johnny Carson's passed unfortunately, but uh, Roger Bear I could have maybe called up. Um, you know, I, John McEnroe I've got an autograph of, John McEnroe here, Reggie Jackson. McEnroe. could have done all the Johns. I could have called up uh, Alan Arkin. I had met Alan Arkin when I worked at Motor Vehicle. I have him signing a uh, little thing I got from Motor Vehicle. So um, I guess um, I'll have to maybe just work with you guys a little bit harder uh, and try to get things done. So, um, uh, well, that's a good booming first segment here excellent work by everyone yeah, yeah. you guys really uh, you really worked really hard on that uh, I, I think it's on par with what we've provided thus far <laughs> thus far yeah I really. honestly think we're living up to the standard that the listeners have well, come to I gave you guys time off to really you know kind of work and you know work the phones like what was it about a year since our last one maybe even longer uh, it's uh, over a year two years. over two years. maybe two yeah. years it was the last you know. it was the because i don't know if you know this but there was a lot of buzz about this show coming back on social media i mean a lot of buzz you know that facebook was on fire about this twitter you guys know that stuff you know it. you saw it Oh yeah. yeah, all over I mean, the place. Absolutely. This is what the fans I, really were wondering what happened. They were right. worried, and uh, we're here to let tell me ask you: it's when okay. you when you guys like called these, did you tell them about the t-shirt? Did you send them the t-shirt, the passes prime t-shirt they could get if they'd appear on the show? A new shirt's coming out. I don't know if people are aware of that. This is a collector's item. The one. Yeah, uh, see though, here's another fundamental problem I'd like to point out. This yeah. is. Yeah. Audio medium, right? You, you know, the listeners cannot see the T-shirt that you're talking. Well, about. here's why I, did I would it that like way, to point that out. But here's why I did that way, Steve. Because you want people to think what it looks like, and then they can order it. Okay. They can say, "Hey, how do I get myself one of those Passes Prime T-shirts with Give myself?" Give us your money. And, and I'd say that that's a good question because no one else in this room but you has <laughs> that's a, a right T-shirt. because it's one of a kind. But that. Because we're opening it up to all our loyal listeners for coming back, I just thought... Check out our Etsy shop. They have... We are going to start that. Well, Check. didn't you already have that? You've got the t-shirt on there and the mugs and the, the hats to pass this... Who was, whose job was that? I thought we were going to have that all taken care of. Uh, the You know, you can... Uh, our producers... Go onto our website, pass this prime, 
and pick out the t-shirts, the hats, the mugs. Um, I, I barely know. know how to operate a computer. Really? I don't... <laughs> well, Mikey, maybe for our next show you can teach Zach at least... That. Well, you know, the good thing is Zach has a mic at home that is a podcast mic. Not here. The mic is not, not here. No, the mic, is, the mic didn't make it for here. For For a podcast. Yeah, he, but it but is at his house. He did get it from his friend Pat, so I, I guess that's you know. Well, maybe, you know what? Like a lot of things. Yeah, we should next have time. Pat on the show. Next, yeah, right. Ne- next time. Yeah. Maybe we should say next time on the Passes Prime podcast. I, I I didn't know the layout. We're we're ambushed. I'm a little bit out of it today, and I think I'm being I know. attacked. I, I do want to think I'm being attacked. Say right that now. Zach is. Uh, I'll give him this. He got a second shot today, or I'm sorry, yes, past week, mm-hmm. and he's being a trooper. So we give him. You know, He's adding right a lot to the program today. Real, as, I, as I, well, I, I don't want to compare does. myself to when Michael Jordan had the flu. And yes, he, and he the flu the, game. But I mean, the 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 parallels write themselves. Did I you mean, did you watch? No. Did you I, watch uh, the the last dance? Last, last dance? dance? No, I really I really want to. Is is it you? Oh, you? I would I would definitely recommend. I mean, I got Liz, my wife. Who, oh, that's we, mom's name. We okay, yeah, that's mom's. Yeah, <laughs> okay. is not a big sports fan, and she was not my mom. all in on Michael Jordan. All in. She loves Michael Jordan now. And I she, mean, speaking of t-shirts, I did get you. You did get me that. I love it. Matching. I, right? I have yeah. that. We have matching Michael Jordan shirts, and I appreciate that. Which is, I'm going to put up when I'm not wearing it here. And you also got me a power shirt, which. See, this is a segment called T-shirts from shows that we have. <laughs> we have. <laughs> Which, you know what? Seriously, I've got power, which is a great... I've mentioned that show before, and I, I that's not dying on this podcast, by the way, people. Yeah, that is we still need a separate pa- podcast for power. Power Book 2, I'm telling you, I loved it. But the, I don't want to get you know too off the beaten path. The, the Power uh, Powwow podcast will be on our on our <laughs> network. That we will do. Wrap-up shows, tea for time out He's here. calling a timeout. Yes, I was uh, calling a timeout because I had to, for the sake of our listeners, bring things back to something that they'd want to actually Mike, listen to. Mike, everything about. I give you is gold. <laughs> yes. But uh, still, I figured just in case on this one-off chance it wasn't gold, maybe we could bring it to something else. Well, what, wow. would you, what, what, what would you, yeah, you want to hit with, Mike? Here? Give us an idea. I don't know if everybody's been aware, but there has been something going on that kept everybody in their houses for about... Mm. Almost exactly a year now, so maybe everybody got free healthcare. Yeah, <laughs> so maybe we've all watched something, or you know, that we all may want to share after being locked up for a year. I've watched everything. Yeah, there's not a thing I haven't watched. I don't think, and there's a lot of good stuff out you, there. You just—I mean, you're a liar. You just said you didn't watch The Last Dance. Or okay, the, all right. I didn't want. Okay. So you're a liar. Yeah. Or the new Tom and Jerry movie on HBO Max. <laughs> you you don't know that I did or didn't watch the new Tom and Jerry movie. I, I'm going I will check the this. watched history on that. All right, you, you go into my HBO and see. You want to give everybody your login too, just all of our listeners too, so they can check the watch. <laughs> yeah, really. So we can. This, we're gonna be all we open about this. We'll, we'll put it in the all, show notes. Yeah, all the audience members can see. You know that this isn't. We're not. You know, pulling any punches. This is real. Zach has or has not watched this movie. We are yet to determine. We want to leave the facts out there for everybody. Sadly, that's a movie I want to breathe in, and I really want some time with it, and I haven't been able to 
to do that yet. So when I set up some time for just myself to watch the Tom and Jerry movie. So I guess besides the Tom and Jerry movie that Zach is making an evening for, has <laughs> yes. there been uh, anything else? Uh, Dad, is there anything that you want to throw in there? Well, do you want international shows or... Just shows that we're done. Oh, yes, I do want to make today. a. I want to make a note for our audience that <laughs> the Netflix like international section, all of their Denmark shows, all of their Irish. I have watched shows, folks, from Denmark, <laughs> Spain, Finland, Mexico, and Italy. A very I gotta tell you, palette here. Thank has. God they've been able to, you know, put the English in them so I could understand it better. But I'll tell you. There's a show that you would like. It's called Borgen. And I think you would too. It's a political show done in Denmark. And the star of the show, she plays a uh, woman running for prime minister of Denmark. But she was also in Inferno. She played Tom uh, Hanks' girlfriend in Inferno. So the woman speaks perfect English, but amazing show. You should really, I'm telling you, if you get a chance, Borgen. It's three seasons. From Denmark, amazing, amazing show, amazing. Well, I got a new TV during the the pandemic and yes. Christmas time, and I didn't know that Netflix because I my TV was old. I didn't know that Netflix would just like, I guess it updated, and they would automatically put like the English dub version for me. I'd have to go and like seek out if I wanted to like put a subtitle or a dub on my older TV. It didn't do this, so now there's sometimes like there was a show Lupin. I, I haven't really watched it yet. It's on Netflix, but it just started playing because that's what Netflix does. If you leave it on for a second, it'll just start playing. Right, it'll right. Um, but yeah, so I I'll have to check it out now that it's it's you know they're they're dubbed over kind of convincingly, right? It looks oh yeah, okay. it's not bad at all. I mean, it, they you know sometimes it's a little off, but I mean you're getting the gist of the show and everything. But um, this just to go back to Borgen, it's not only uh, this girl whose name is uh, Sidney Babbitt Newton. There was the character's a, name, or that's the actress. That's the actress's oh, okay. name. There was the um, gentleman from Game of Thrones. Oh yeah, and that last name is who had the the patch. Yeah, he was uh, the Greyjoy. Um, Greyjoy, yes. Euron. Yeah. Well, I'm not. I don't. Do I have his name here? Uh, yeah, Pilo Azbak is his yeah. name. That guy, I'm telling you, very good actor. Now, Stephen, you're going to know this next guy I'm going to talk to. You watched House of Cards. The first two seasons. Do you remember when they had the Putin character? Yes. Uh, okay, that gentleman was in it too. I like that you call him the because the, they're clearly we're just doing a Putin character. Right. It's a very good, very good. Uh, actor He's in this show as well. I'm telling you, this guy is perfect in this show. He plays a a, um, a professor. Okay. But he's um, trying to help them with. An, he's an economics professor. Ah. Oh. Trying to get them how how they can work the budget, and it's very strange. Like we would think, like it's no big deal. Like we do a huge budget here, there, but like what you, you're seeing a small country like Denmark, what they have to deal with, like you know, pork production, and the whole country goes crazy about like arguing about pork production and things. Where like you think, like well, that's a major, you know, big country, you know, somewhat not a major country, but they just deal with these little problems. But it's fascinating to me. It was great. Well, you should watch it. I'm telling you, Borgia. Does anybody have something they want to add to this? Yeah, I got some stuff I've Yeah, Melissa, what have, you been, what have you been watching? I'll talk about one show that I watched, and then I want to give some suggestions if you're on Hulu for some shows that I sure. really like. Sure. That, you know, I think some other people might. But one show that I watched that I'm sure 
a lot of people out there have seen and checked out by now. It's on Disney Plus. It's the WandaVision. So if you're a Marvel fan, I know you probably checked that out. Just me for personal reasons. I really, I loved the series, you know, kind of hit me, hit me a little bit hard watching it, I'll be honest. So I, I like that. So I'm sure if you have Disney Plus, you've already checked it out. But, you know, if you haven't and you're into Marvel stuff, I'd, I'd give it a look-see. It's pretty all right. And then my suggestions for people on Hulu, I'm very into, like, British and Australian comedies. Like, that's, that's my jam. I love them. I think they're funny. And I think if you're, like, an It's Always Sunny kind of fan, these shows might be kind of up your alley or kind of your thing. So I'm just going to give them off. I got Game Face, This Way Up, Peep Show. And please yeah. like me. So, you know, just check them out. You can read the synopsis and see what they're about. If they're not for you, they're not for you. But I love those shows. They're great. They're what I jam on. And during this pandemic, I binged all. I've seen them all already, but I've binged them all and multiple times. And so. they were all on Hulu, you said? Yeah, they're all on Hulu. Those are all Hulu. They're mostly like British or Australian or like Irish comedy. So if you're, like I said, if you're into It's Always Sunny, they might be up your alley, maybe not, but that that was what I was getting obsessed with. And of course, Tiger King. Every you know, everyone. Oh yeah, Tiger that King. was yeah, the. Of course, that that came out just perfect timing. It was pandemic happened, and Tiger King came out like a week later, so that everyone. Was, had to that feels that like out. a that whole different like time. My, yeah. Right? Like Tiger King was an era of the pandemic that even back yes, then, I'm like, wow. You're so right. That's like, cause even though we're still in this two week pandemic as it was gonna right. be yeah. it's just you never you think back and i'm like wow that was like a time period was the tiger king because yeah. you know everybody oh, everybody it. being in the like world the same week locked down yeah mm -hmm. that it was like the world collectively was like let's let's watch a documentary about the tiger trade in america <laughs> but you know joe exotic's a very you know people person he's very captivating lead, <laughs> yeah. I guess. Well, yeah so sad he didn't get that part in well he had a really uh excellent apprenticeship Program, <laughs> yeah. he, you know, gave he, young men the opportunity to better themselves. Job creator, do you understand? Well, that's you know he what? paid his employees in expired meat <laughs> from Walmart. <laughs> that right there, that's a boss that cares. You know, really, which is the same thing you guys get. <laughs> you I mean, yeah, really. this podcast, well, so. at least they get some expired meat. We get what? Not even a shirt at this uh, podcast. I mean, they also here. got free lodging too. We cannot discount the free. They, you the barrels get, of hay they right, got did, to yeah, sleep on. Yeah, right. Yes, 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 yes. Very true. I mean, it, it, it seems so quaint now <laughs> that that time of the pandemic. Right. That, that, that was. We didn't even know. We were I, babies. I think, yeah, a, a straight year on now. That and that, yeah. you know, that that was huge. I mean, can you imagine though doing this, like being living through this pandemic without having TV or? Uh, I, I mean, died. it would have just like freaked me out. Not having TV at all at any time would drive me crazy because I, I, TV is like my 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 jam. All right, whatever. I love TV. I watch movies, shows, uh, you know, sport. I don't care if it's, but the TV has to be on. I'm aware, yeah. Background. I, mean, I have to have the TV on. So much so that it's like I'm I'm you but worse. Like I don't I don't know yeah, you spawn yeah. Yeah, like I don't know well, what you you out of all I think uh, more for having a TV on than the rest of the gang, I think. You're you're a I yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean th there were seriously moments during the pandemic where it was like do all I really like to do is just consume media. 
uh, I, I listened to something and they're basically saying that like now is the time to receive things because everyone's creating a lot of people created stuff like the first couple of weeks of the pandemic and there was a, kind of a burnout yes. after that when you realize people we're making bread at the time yeah, right. yeah. we're going to be locked into I this thing that, so much sourdough that, bread. that sourdough Mike <laughs> is the same part of the pandemic you brought up as Tiger King like people were season it's almost like there's different seasons of the pandemic and in that first season it was like Tiger King and sourdough and I feel like apparently the only thing people care about making is bread yeah <laughs> well that it was a weird time too because it was definitely an odd time because of the fact that it was an era of pandemic where it was like half the country is Tiger King. The other half of the country is watching the British breakoff show, which another thing that at least to me just kind of came and went. Not like it's gone, but that was something I never heard of. And then the entire world was watching at one point. You mean and the just, British Bake Off? Ba- yeah, the, the British program. Bake Off show, right? That was like, I don't know if it was on Netflix or what, but that was just every, it just, it I, feels like a different time I did now. not mean to correct you and be a jerk there. It's just, I imagine sure a show did. about, I, like, real I, about it. I, yeah. I just imagine when you said the great British, British Bake Off, Break Off, as like a show about Brexit or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which I, I produced. No, but they're, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, the Great British Break Off, they're actually trying to separate Ireland and Scotland, but like totally from the continent, they were looking into different ways yeah, to just, cut it away yes. and just sink it away, but yeah. Maybe we should make that show. What show? We should... Create. I'm sure they the would love great, Americans. The great probably British. people that listen to it. They'd love Americans coming over and say, "Hey, we should just break this. <laughs> just you know, this. I know this is going great, but hey, let's take this thing that's working and uh, and just break totally it. screw it. Yeah. yeah. What What was your but, big show, Steve? Was there one that? So I'd say the show of the pandemic for me. And again, this is a quaint time when we still... There was like that very early phase when we thought it was going to be two weeks and we were going right. to it. But I'd say maybe a couple weeks into it, there was some hope that maybe by summer, right. we would be in a different phase of it. There was that hope that maybe by April or May, we might be in a better shape and there wasn't going to be the a... heat. Sh- yeah, we... <clears throat> you know. So for me, the show of the pandemic that I started in that maybe early to intermediate phase was um parenthood a show that used to be on is that with um colin hanks or is the that dax no. shepherd no, no it's with dax shepherd and craig t yeah. nelson craig t nelson yeah shout out for craig t nelson coach that was the most shocking thing of this podcast was Melissa's love for Craig T. Nelson. <laughs> the saddest part is that that was a Always Sunny thing. But yep. see, only people... Oh. It's a, it's and I watched oh, that! Craig T. Nelson You know what? I Honestly, I gotta say, I usually, I'm usually a, a, a prime time player, but I've been thrown off my game by <laughs> Melissa's Yeah, that one kind of got me too. Shout out to <laughs> Craig T. Nelson. <laughs> Sometimes you, know, you just gotta do it. Steven was in the middle of a passionate defense of the yes, show, Parenthood, by Dax Shepard and Craig T. Nelson, by the way. Dax Shepard, famous for Without a Paddle. There we go. <laughs> and nothing else. But I, <laughs> That's it. The show stars uh, Dax Shepard and... Craig T. Nelson. <laughs> I want to make an edict. Dad, as king of this podcast, yes. can you make an edict that any time... 
we mentioned he, he it has to that, gen, that gentleman Justin. must be mentioned that Absolutely. way Steven we I, can move on because it's already now it's going to be a soundboard thing I'm just going to hit a button there you go that'll, that'll have to be hour. Hour. That, was, uh, that was that was my favorite show in the you know Craig T. Nelson <laughs> Melissa if you want to say it again <laughs> was in a great movie by the way Please say Action Jackson. <laughs> Absolutely, with Carl <laughs> Weathers. With Carl Weathers. <laughs> Playing a villain uh, with a, a very young... Uh, what was her name? Um, the woman from uh, Basic Instinct. I'm drawing oh, oh uh, Sharon Stone. Sharon Stone yeah. was yeah. in that. He also yes. kept like enemies' testicles in a jar in that movie. <laughs> yes. That was like you his Bond villain quirk. I think it was also... Not Apollonia, but one of uh, Prince's. Uh, Wasn't it Apollonia? It might have been Apollonia. Yeah. Was in that too. But Carl, yeah, Carl Weathers. First of all, nothing Carl Weathers can't comedy, do. Comedy drama. I, I don't want to get off too much on that. Directing. Too. He's directed he multiple directs episodes of The Mandalorian. He's unbelievable. Oh, yeah, he is baby. unbelievable. But yeah, what we did. Well, you know what's also? Yeah, he directed. I thought he was in a few. I mean, obviously he's in, but I didn't know he directed. He directed that really cool, like heisty episode. Not the not the hallway one in the second season. Yeah. Yeah, he directed that oh, one. I guess I have to watch that like making of season two thing yet i have not watched that and he was hilarious in arrested development making fun of himself anybody who makes oh, yeah. fun of themselves i love did anybody watch ted lasso too by the way yeah i did that's i don't have apple oh that's i'd say it's kind of like a, like a tamed like a almost like a family version of that show brockmire mm. i mean oh, it's yeah. obviously different but mm. i felt the tone of that if you've seen brockmire i don't have know you, if anyone here has i've heard right. about it let me tell you it's funny but it's also you get a little emotional during the you show. Do. You really you tr- because he's such a sweet character, and the premise is he's a football coach, an American football coach. Yeah, goes over to coach an English soccer team, and has no concept of soccer at all. But the owner of the team wants him to fail because she's getting a divorce from her husband, and her husband loved that team. Oh, okay. So she wants this team to fail, and it's just the way he interacts with people i have a question yes so i've heard that description how is it like a hoax that he gets the how, how does he the an american football coach what like how he won a that... championship like a, a championship here for a college football team okay they then say hey wait a minute this guy would be great to come over and just coach and he decides to take the job he is going through a marital Oh, he is going. He is also going through some marital issues, also. So he says, "You know what? I'm going to change my life here. I'm going to go and I'm going to go to England. I'm going to coach this team, and it's just the way the 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 players interact with him, the way he interacts. How he can't be a nicer guy in this. He's like this, you know, from Kansas. He's just this sweetheart of a man who goes there, and you think like people, even when they try to like screw him over in this, it just comes out." It's just a great show. It really is. They're do they're filming season two now, but I'm telling you, if you have Apple TV and you can get it, Zach, you would love it because it's soccer too. Yeah. And it, and they really have like these guys. They're playing soccer and he's trying to stay, try this and try that. But yet he works American football play some plays into it too, which is it's just. But it's a very touching show. Not it really is. Can I give a shout out to just soccer real quick? Sure. Because soccer. Shout out I'm to down. Soccer, babe. Because here's the thing. Football. <laughs> if while we're talking about things that really helped us, I have yeah. to be honest. The first sport that really came back in America, yeah, was the MLS, right? And I kid you not, when there was nothing else, because I'm not a big, so- I've never watched no. soccer really before. 
I was hooked on watching MLS soccer when they went to their bubble. I think they did it in Orlando I as well. I believe so too, yes. I was watching like Friday night soccer games because I had nothing. I had never watched it before, but it was the escape I needed right. at the time. And it honestly really helped me through that. But that's what's great about TV. Well. You could flick around. Now, you probably weren't even, you know, and all of a sudden you're saying, wait a minute, MLS is on. I'm going to watch some soccer. You can get it. It's great. Oh, yeah. You know, I I watched, you know, soccer on MSNBC. Sometimes they have a game on or like, not MSNBC, geez, I'm sorry. Uh, MSNBCSN, <laughs> Sports yeah, Network. On MSNBC, that'd be great. Joe Scarborough. <laughs> he is a big soccer fan. Huge soccer fan. Soccer. But it, it, it so anything. Sports were really like, you know, even when they started playing again, you know, the NBA started playing and you, you get it. It, it just relieved a lot of things that you can okay i can't I watch you have to say this just because i've been sitting on this the whole pandemic because it is a little bit sports related yeah just the tiniest bit hopefully it doesn't affect my restraining order but green day did become the official band for the nhl is it yeah you guys, yeah for the nhl the so NHL? the whole pandemic we've been gone and i've been sitting here like i finally have something sports related to talk about on a sports <laughs> podcast they just dropped a new song like last week for it so I was all pumped. Like I said, I hope it doesn't affect For you. The know, NHL, any, uh, Mike? Yeah. Well, yes, you know what they did. Been, oh, I'm sorry, Mike. They, they did make like the Green Day like their. They have Wednesday night rivalry games that they always have really? on like national TV, and so then Green Day made a partnership that they like. For like one time, they performed for them, but then they make songs, and the songs are first released for them at the game or something like that. Are they going to do it for the All Star Game too? Like, are they going to drop? I'm not entirely sure how the deal works because I feel like it's just for their nationally. Like, but that's a pretty know. big deal for I the NHL. I think they did that. Like, I think Fallout Boy did that a couple of years ago too. The well, NHL is <laughs> partnered with some interesting. Yeah, they right, do things. Fans, yeah, because they I'll have they have outdoor games and they outdoor games that they have every year. They have like a big band will perform at the halftime, like you know, always or not halftime, but you know, the periods in between stuff. Right, but right. they actually like it was in. Not an odd thing, because it's cool, especially if you like Green Day, but it was just like, it wasn't announced like, oh, we're going to perform here or there. It's like, yeah, we're just going to make songs, and they'll be kind of featured in NHL, like, you know, commercials and games and stuff. But it's not, like, specific for any... Then the Green Day's not going off on a long song about how much they love hockey. <laughs> you know, it's not like, uh, oh, you know, it's just... Uh, there's Coming making out songs. With a whole ballad album. But you know what? The NHL can use... Because of all the sports, though, I think the NHL did a really good job, though, in the bubble, too. They didn't miss any games. They played. I mean, Mikey, how great was it? You were talking about soccer. 11 o'clock in the morning, there's a hockey game. Mm-hmm. It, it was, was 11, 3, 7, 11. I mean, you, you went all day and all night when they, when they first started the, the playoffs. The NBA playoffs, too. Absolutely. Yeah, when they came back in the bubble, it was cool to, like, because we're all I'm working from home, just turn on, like, a... I think it was, I forget the matchups, but I got to watch Oklahoma City, I think it, maybe against the Jazz. Right. You know, just. I had <clears> not watched that much hockey in, to be honest with you, years. But I'm like, wow, this is on 11 o'clock in the morning. We were watching the Rangers. And that was before they got Green Day involved in it, I think. Melissa. Yeah, probably. Well, that like, was like right was... at the start, especially. Like, because they kind of announced their deal right before the NHL took a pause. Mm-hmm. And then they ended up coming back, you know, for the bubble. But again, yeah. like you were saying, 
like or Steven even wanted to shout out the uh, MLS. I was like, we have to shout out the NHL because their bubble situation was the only one in like the national like sports for football, you know, basketball, anything that didn't have like a case from when they started their bubble. Right. They didn't miss one game. They didn't and have one game taken away. Obviously, things have kind of been different now as they've went on to a new season. Right. But it was just so impressive to see it actually done right. And what I never got, what the NBA did was when the bubble was working and things went well, then they're like, okay, let's allow the team's family members and friends and stuff to go into yeah. the bubble. But I, and I was always curious, I was like, how is it a bubble then? If it's anybody can go in and out kind of whenever. But so that was always like... Yeah, I thought the NHL didn't get enough credit for that. They were talking about, wow, how great the NBA is doing. And I'm saying, but yeah, but they didn't miss a game. They did it in, in Toronto and in Edmonton, I believe it was, right? Yeah. yeah. And that was it. And you couldn't leave, you couldn't... And you play, and these guys... Those games, there was no fans in the stand, and you could really hear those the boards moving and the rattling. You know, and they were the first league to come up with like the bubble situation. How they had it in like you know their parameters, and then they were also the first to. I feel like you were saying that they didn't get credit. They should have kind of been more outspoken be like hey leagues especially the nfl who are struggling with this we will help you like you know try to come up with a a way not in the sense of like i mean i know that they kind of got their things handled as it went on but the nhl typically doing their the least of the leagues in the sense of they had like a win there you know being the best league to handle this they should have taken that and rode with it but they just you know Typically, kind of, yeah, they're the NHL. They, they kept their head the down. They never do. And then that was, and then ESPN, like you're saying, is going, oh, you know, the NBA is handling it really well. Meanwhile, right. yesterday's game is canceled. Today's game is canceled. Well, but it's different now though because they're not in a bubble. No, I, I was when more speaking the, of last season before right. the bubble. When finished. they did the bubble, though, they did it in two different. They did it East Coast, West Coast. They played it well, and you're hearing, okay, yeah, but when the NBA went to a bubble, yeah, it was good. But then they had to fit, like fans. I mean. Um, players wives and, and kids can come but the nhl was like hey we're gonna play this thing out we're gonna we're not gonna miss a game they did a really good job but they don't get any i mean you don't hear the nhl really unfortunately get a lot of credit for anything that they do you know you, you know and, and, and that's just the way hockey's always been but um they really deserve some some credit but really you gotta watch ted lasso's like you gotta ah. you gotta uh, yeah. get apple tv well, i think you'd like it i, I, I think, I think it, the one thing that like i really you know not that we're out of this yet but like during it we needed comfort food good stuff to make us just feel Mm -hmm. you know like to distract us from all the terrible stuff that was going on right and and i wonder if after this like like that that style of tv is going to be a little bit more prevalent because i got into some i mean of course schitt's creek which everyone mm-hmm. loves. Oh, I watched yeah. all Shit's Creek. Oh, yeah. Great but show. But then there's this show, Kim's Convenience, which is another Canadian... Watched a little bit of it's, that. It's, it's like really super... Show, yeah, right? it's super... It manages to walk that line of being good, not corny. Not too sappy. Not too sappy. Yeah, it's, it's you know, it's very Canadian. Kim's Convenience? Kim's Convenience. It's a, it's a, it's a very sweet show. And then I watched another show called... Um, it's really funny, but I think you have to kind of be open to the premise of the show. It's called uh, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. And the way it works... I've been meaning to get into it. Oh, I, 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 that used to be on, like, channel, like... CW. CW, right, 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 right. Well, right. she has these, like, musical breaks right. in yeah. it where it's almost like her psyche is, like... 
Yeah. It, it, it's, is that it's, like the whole show? No, 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 no. There's like maybe one or two songs in the episode, but they're, it's like they're funny. They're not... It, it, it's, it's... You know, there's another show that's very cutesy that I'll watch too called Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist where she basically gets her head like she gets goes into an MRI and she'll hear people's you internal know, monologues. I watched so, like one episode over time because they did um, uh, a thing on YouTube where they had ads for that but the ad played the whole like show so sometimes I'd be like okay I'll watch like you know 20 whatever yeah. and then I'm like oh wow I watched a full thing I don't know if you caught that but YouTube was doing this thing where they're like Hey, for this ad, we're just going to play the, the whole first episode of this show. Just on Hulu one day, I just need something that wasn't what was on TV. That was like, mm-hmm. that was the phase when I was hearing terrible numbers every day. So I was like, I'm going to watch a musical show just because it was something different. And that, that one was really sweet. I, I, you know, Melissa mentioned the show Peep Show on um, Hulu. It's one of the funniest TV shows ever because it's it's another thing where you kind of hear the characters internal monologues it's really is anybody that we know in it or or is it just it's british i don't know you know you know that movie like the queen's favor or whatever oh oh yeah the favorite olivia coleman isn't it the one who just won the everything yeah yeah Yeah. this was like one of her first shows she's in everything that and people who are fans of like Mitchell and Webb, right? They do it. They're like yeah david mitchell and yeah they're yeah in britain so they might be more like, if you're a fan of their comedy sketches, they're, like, awesome. But I was thinking of, uh, I just wanted to bring it back to Ted Lasso for a second. Mm-hmm. Because I was, it's just kind of not, not to bring it into real life or whatever, but it is kind of, I feel like if you watch the show again, it may even have another layer to it. In the sense of, like, now knowing that Jason Sudeikis is, is. being divorced from Olivia Wilde. Yes. Be- yes. It can kind of almost give you another sense going into the show, even though it's been out for and a year. And they do that so kind of sweet. Like, if you watch the show, the relationship and how it happens, like, it's, I think it's a really touching way to kind of touch on a subject that's a little bit hard and weird to see in a show. But it's probably even tougher now for him because it's like he lived through it in the exactly. show and now he's living through it now. And so it might give it another layer of like, wow, that happened. But even with our, I guess, branching thing of Hulu, because we're all like a streaming group here. It's no more like cable. Um, yeah. Another good show. Well, I mean, yeah, but yeah. In some, another good show, I would say, is uh, Dollface. It, it went on Hulu in March, like right when the pandemic hit. And it was in 2020. It was a Cad Denning show. And it's like she, the literally the first line of the show is like her at lunch with her five-year-long boyfriend. And his thing is, oh, I just don't love you anymore. Gives her no thing and just breaks up with her. But it's kind of like, I don't want to say it's almost like a fantasy thing. Because like, you see what happens in real life. But then also sometimes things happen in Kat Denning's head that you see in real time. Like, she goes on trial for not being a good friend and they call up all these old friends and say things that she didn't do or then she sees an actual woman who is the embodiment of a crazy cat lady and that becomes like her therapist throughout the show and it's kind of indicative of like it's like this is what you're gonna be very similar to crazy ex-girlfriend like a lot of that happens in the show it's really Really funny. I watched like the first episode of both those shows, but didn't like get initially right into them right away. But I think now I might, I might have to. Dollface really got me without, like giving away too much, because you can't really give away too much of like the plot in the sense. But it's they get the weirdest 
most specific like guest cameos on it like Macaulay Culkin was in an episode, but <laughs> Dave Coulier was in an episode, like Uncle Joey. Funny from, man. Yeah, the funny, funny man, man Dave, Dave Coulier. Coulier. But it, it's just like you'll be watching, you'll be like, oh, I didn't expect you to show up. and it's just, But they do it really, really well, and that's another, if you're on Hulu and already watching all these shows. Now, on Peacock Network, which I get also. Peacock, I just want to say this. I'm, I'm sorry not to jump in. It's the worst streaming service. I have essentially all of them except for Apple TV. You can't get it without commercials, no matter how, how much ungodly amount of money I spend on Comcast. Right. You can't get it without commercials. The layout is terrible. You can't find anything in it. It's almost... Yeah, I, I find... Yeah. Remember Quibbies? <laughs> oh, <laughs> God. For like a week and... But I I was I will... they're, they're bringing back, and I didn't mean to cut you no, off. No, no problem. They're bringing back um, Saved by the Bell. They brought back... It's, it's like... And... Um, Punky Brewster. Yep. Are these shows you guys watch? Can we just? Growing? Well, can I just take a pause. I don't mean to like no, just sure. cut that off. But yeah. and here's everything. Everything is being rebooted. Yeah. Every single show, and You're it's right. just like this I told. Podcast is even. I only rebooted. just. This is the soft <laughs> reboot <laughs> yeah. of the podcast. Reboot yes. It only the just made me time. click because I like I forgot that Saved by the Bell was coming back because every I forgot that Fresh Prince of Bel Air came back. I forgot there was Fuller House. I forgot that they're making new seasons of these shows. Well, Netflix forgot there was Fuller House. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean. Well, I feel like Netflix wanted to forget that because of uh, Lori Loughlin, but right. that's about that's about that. They were touching yeah. that with a ten foot pole. But so it's just so weird, especially one thing the pandemic un kind of, I guess, unintentionally brought along was every show you've ever liked that you're getting nostalgic about watching because you're being home trapped. Now we're gonna reboot it for you. Well, right. you know, there that's like what movies have done, but I I still think that TV now has better content than than movies like melissa put me on to actually two shows on hulu that are great and i just watched dave dave is great i i i never thought that i mean because i've heard it's about this um white jewish rapper uh who goes by the rap name little dicky and it's very similar to uh, i don't want to say like uh a curb your enthusiasm in tone but where he plays himself uh-huh. and it's basically a story of his life and his 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 coming up it's really well done that was great and it's a show or a documentary it's a show it's a, it is it's a funny show it's really funny just to jump into it is like like in the sense you said the curb your enthusiasm like he does play himself but most of what he is doing happened in real life like he is in real life also a professional rapper named little dicky but then he does his show <laughs> about him being a professional rapper named Lil Dicky, but him in the show isn't him in real life because, like, in the show, he's not, like, famous. He hasn't made it yet. Character version. Yeah. You know, it's but more it's... his rise. And it's really heartfelt, again, and good. They, they, they have a lot of these characters that you really just kind of fall in love with. There's this one character, uh, Geta. Uh, oh, yeah. G- well, he's, he's probably like the, him. again, one of those things that's like, you need something uplifting during this time. Watch this this guy because he also plays himself and he struggles with bipolar disorder so like he discusses that and it's done that sounds heavy but yeah it's so funny and it's just it was a joy to watch it really that dave dave it's just called genuinely i thought that was made up for the show almost to bring light of it but then when that episode they're talking about premiered little dick he actually posted online 
like this is the real life story of my actual friend Gata, who is in the show, plays himself. I mean, you yeah. can tell the way it's yeah. like done that it's real because like you watch stuff and you can be like, all right, like they're writing in mental illness in this, but that was just like wow, like that's that's real. And like, it's done it. funny it's great. and great. It's it's very human. It's not like the whole episode. It's just like something that happens, and then it's like cool. Yep. Is it in? Canadian production, an American. That's an American. American, it's, yeah, okay. it's LA. Okay. There's there's ten episodes of that. Woke was great too. Oh, woke, yeah. Woke was really good. Is that on the Hulu also. That's on Hulu also. It's got um. Oh, I just forgot. I only I remember his character name from uh, New Girl, Winston. Uh, Churchill. Win- Winston <laughs> from. Churchill, yeah. Coming uh, up. <laughs> it's this is the part of the podcast where you Google Winston from uh, from New Girl. New Girl. <laughs> got him and the guy from workaholics in it too the guy who plays blake and workaholics yeah woke woke yep oh okay now i only remember that show now that you said that that blake lamore lamore morris is the main character it's really good too woke because it's like it kind of handles a lot of what's going on today not covid but other things and it does it really smart too it's not it handles it with nuance so it's really good and then um oh so it's got and and blake anderson also yeah yeah, it's great. Okay, okay. So that's those are some of the shows we we watched. It was there anything? Um, I watched a couple. There's a couple others that I want to just, if I can. I watched City on the Hill with Kevin Bacon. I don't know if anybody saw that. It was on Showtime. Yeah, I watched that. It's it's a it no, talks no. about the 1970s in in Boston. He's an uh, FBI. It's it's yeah, really that. This is a totally the opposite of what we're talking about with. Ted Lasso and a feel-good thing. This is just breaking down Boston politics, the police, oh, really? the way All things are handled. Stuff. You'd rip. Is Steven, it based on a true you'll story? Like it. You will Not really based on a true story, but it's it's got. It's loosely there are some based. Yeah, that they loosely based on things, and I think you'd real. You when I was watching, I thought you'd really be into it. They're yeah. doing season two is coming up. Kevin uh, Bacon has often played law enforcement guy from yes. Boston, and right? he plays good and bad. Was he? Was he, he in Mystic River? He was. Yeah. He was. Yes. Yep. He's he always law cops. enforcement guy in Boston. I mean, he's look a, at him. He's got he's that great actor. He's but he's good. very good, Kevin Bacon. Underrated, I think. Not as a singer, though. No, no. As I a mean, singer, we're I'm not, not going to go. Not I'm watching the Bacon Brothers. No. When we're out of this pandemic and they're doing concert tours, I'm not. You know, no offense, but I'll watch his acting. God love you. You know, you do, do what if, you want. There's a couple others. Uh, Goliath, with Billy Bob Thornton. He plays like a um, alcoholic lawyer, down and out. But he defends these very good show and Bosch, which is a very good show too. Titus Welliver is in it. Mm-hmm. He's been in a lot of things. This guy, but it's he's Bosch. Bosch. Is it about Chris Bosch? No, it's not actually, about Chris Bosch. It's a three-part documentary on the Miami Heat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that championship team. That with championship LeBron. season. He plays a detective in L.A. Uh, but oh, nice. very good. I think you'd like that one too. It's like it's on Amazon. That one's on Amazon, and Goliath is also on Amazon. Two, two, you know, good, you know, three seasons of one, two for another, or five seasons for the other one. But they're very good shows. They're really, I mean, there's really good television that's out like there. Chris Bosch and Boston politics. It'll be great. <laughs> We've got yeah. There's a lot of things to a lot of things to work. And I, there. I can't remember the other actor in City on the Hill who is uh, Kevin Bacon's partner. He was in a movie that just came out on Amazon. Well, he was in The Invisible Man, Ooh, which last year there's two movies that again beginning of the pandemic that like you could watch 
if you paid on your TV, like the you know the the full amount. Yeah. There was that and Knives Out, and I watched, I loved both of those both movies. Great. I watched great. Knives Out a couple weeks ago. I love that, that movie. That was an excellent movie. I, I I really like I really enjoyed that movie. That was a very good yeah. movie. I, I really enjoyed that one. There's I a movie love that it. maybe some people thought was political, but I just loved it for the horror and everything. I'm, I'm sure you guys haven't seen it, but there was a movie that they came out with called The Hunt. That actually, um, from uh, It's Always Sunny, Dennis was in it. I saw bit. that. Um, I'm not bringing in politics here, but there was a reason. The yeah, movie it was all the Trumpers, and you know, but I. I I didn't take any of that stuff away from the film. Just for like, I just liked the film. Just for like clarity, there was like an idea like to not have it on streaming or it didn't come out in the time it was supposed to because it was like a group of people like to hunt other people. And then they thought that there was like undertones that it was like a Trump's America. If, you know, this happened, they were going to hunt down Democrat. It was like people put things... Yeah, into into the, the movie that they thought was into there. Into a movie that had been made before. Yeah, but <laughs> if you happen, but I get why people got that. I'm not a very political person, so I just liked it. Also, to, it was a kick-ass movie. The was movie really wasn't movie. trying to be political, but it got unfairly pigeon-held with things like that. So if you've heard something about the movie, you could give it a try. It's not yeah. that at all. And if you watch it, it's kind of very fair. And, and it's 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 very down the. It's 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 a it's a good movie. Um, did you think it was weird that movies that were supposed to come out in theaters just came on TV? Did it bother you? Like, did you miss, like... It. I'm sure if I anybody was bothered by it... Yes. Exactly. Well, well you I like mean, going to movie, right. but I, I understood. Also, you, like, but you have a 50-inch... Yes. But you have a 50-inch TV. Did it, did it lose I didn't anything at the... Be, I, well, I did, well, I have... A 65-inch TV now. I had a 45-inch TV at the beginning of oh, You have a 60-inch TV. Yeah, yeah, Trigger yeah. warning. We're getting class-shamed here for our... For oh. our no, well, yeah, for our, for our listeners yeah. here, we have a 65-inch, you know, HD TVs. Well, well they, they knew when, when those like stimulus TV checks TV were dropping. <laughs> they knew when those... Yeah. Um, uh, I, I don't know. For Like, Stephen put it the best. Stephen gets me and put up with me for a while. That It's like the tradition of going to a movie. I, I like and I, I miss and I really can't stand people around me at a movie right, I think that's going to be different going to a movie because people aren't even going to like well, it's going to be like that trend has been kind of I like the drive-ins right you know, it drives or, me crazy going to a movie I because really people talk in it people get up I mean you know yeah I find it incredibly rude because I think now watching movies at home where you can pause it I'm going to get a drink I'm not going to miss anything you know it's like you or I, I want to get my drink. I want to go to the bathroom. I'm not going to miss a scene, or I'm not going to miss something. I think that's going to change. You know, I don't care how much comfortable they make it sitting in these seats and everything. People oh, it's never, and, it's never home. It's never, no, it's home. never home. Yeah. It's. I think that the best thing that, well, that's going to happen. It's not the best. Thing. It's going to happen. Is that movie theaters are going to become experiences? You're gonna if you want to do. Something that you see the new Marvel movie, or you right. see so like it's going to be experienced like almost thrill rides or something like that. Like it'll be more of a novelty. As for like the, I feel bad for people in the movie industry, especially workers at the theaters who lose their jobs. Right. But I hate yeah. to also say on the opposite side of that, I definitely contribute to the fact that I love that movies are added now, like, day of when right. they come out. I feel like that should always be an option because I'm a person who hated movie theaters for, like, reasons that we all have, like, just said. But I just, I, I, I never want to watch movies with more than, like, one other person or even your friends. I hated when people would talk to the movies. I hated when people would get up. And I seemed like 
I, it always sounds like a little poor me thing, but I feel like any theater I was in, that was always the things that were happening. But I think that at least, like, you know, in the vein of keeping the movie theaters open, one thing that they were doing that I thought was really, really cool and interesting, and I hope this continues after the pandemic, is, like, think about, like, a, a Wednesday afternoon at 2 p.m. Nobody's at the movie theater. They were letting people... You want to pay a little extra money? You rent the entire theater for you. You can show whatever movie you want in the theater or not that's, like, out in theaters. And you can, if it's just you and a friend and you want to go to the bathroom, you can pause the movie. It's like, if you want to make an event for, like, a party or something like that, you rent out the theater for, like, ten people... That's something they should to keep movie theaters open is something they should continue when the and, pandemic's done. Also and I also think all the, that's like drive-ins and stuff like bring that stuff back because like that's awesome. Like yeah. you go with whoever you've been quarantining with already, and you're in your car. You don't got to worry. The about only it. movie, the only movie I saw during the pandemic was during, or it was actually probably right kind of before. I feel like it was the last movie I saw. It was they did a double feature of Ant Man two and The Incredibles two, and it was a drive-in theater, and they just did a double header, and you paid for once, and you got it, and it's like that was. If you want to talk about, because I know the movie theater always want to bring the experience in the movie, that to me is more of an experience I've got than ever going to the theater. It's like in cars, you're separate from people, still you're far away, but you get to enjoy this, you know, movie. But it's also like. You can zone in and out whenever you want. It's just you're in your own car doing your own thing. You can get your own food. You don't have to worry. You could talk to the person next to you not being rude. It's like if right. if what comes out of the pandemic is like more private theater like viewings or like dive-in theater, like drive-in, I mean, that would be a cool... Dive-in. Yeah. Yeah. Dive-in. Yeah. Well, dive dinner drive-in. Yeah. You dive into a pool and but what, the bottom of it. Like, but how do you make a movie more like... Well, the, the experience more than less the actor comes you know, out and talks the, about the it afterwards. And the 3Ds, they're well, trying for that stuff. Like, I guess now you can feel the movie. I guess that's not <laughs> what I meant so much that it's like it, I think that movie theaters are going to become for many people what the theater, like going to a play was like it'll be an event because part of me wonders like I don't think you're going to add anything to it but like you've had people know they've been cooped up for a year, right? So I, I wonder like you saw Midsummer people like suddenly had nostalgia forever like they all turned into me's right. and needed to do things at the most inopportune time right. when it was right. wrong to to want to do it right. everyone wanted to do things that they haven't haven't been doing years before right. so i don't know if now there's going to be a bounce back where it's like we've all been cooped up now we want to go to well yeah see a the movie. thing is like just not to play devil's advocate or whatever yeah. but you've been cooped up in a in your home watching tv so now you're going to go get cooped up in a movie theater with 100 200 other people and sit in there and watch what you've been you could have watched at home or you but know cheaper. just something else to do you know what i mean I, I look i like going to movies too to see certain like you know in the old time movie theaters when they had like yeah but I don't know if the movie theaters are going to bounce back like... It's been a slow day. To Zach's point, though, I could see it bouncing back for like a year right. as we okay. recover. Right. Because to Zach's point, there is like a pent-up demand no. to want to just... To be right. honest, I've, I could not... T- I, I don't remember the last time I went to a movie. Right. But during the pandemic, I found myself wanting to go well, right. just to get out. So I could see a phase where people within the next six months hopefully you know i think we're on a good track now so i mean months. look there's still people that want to travel right now yeah so there's yeah. definitely no i i want to do don't that. want to see movie theaters fail i don't mean it that way but i mean you know the, the biggest thing is if the movie's good i'll go watch it but i don't want to see like we talk about like um 
like the fourth version of you know uh, yeah you know yeah. like, like, like Spider Man yeah. you this know give me a movie that I smells in there you know and like you know when you go to like Disney World and everything and they have like the scents like that's what Zach was saying with them trying to right. like, upgrade and make it an experience. They're they're trying to make it a real like a well, real thing when you go to a movie now that it's like you could feel whatever's in the movie you know well at, at crazy our, stuff at our movie theater when we go so they have Adobe Theater which is better than the other right. movie theaters in there it's better sound better picture right. quality again though it is very now it's going to be niche and I think Steven's right it's going to go. About a year where everyone's going to be like, oh, wow, remember shopping and right. remember movies? And then people are going to so go. I feel, like that's another, yeah. I feel like that's another issue. It's not like an issue. But that people, okay, they can't do anything. So they get nostalgic about everything. Right. But then when everything, you know, hopeful thinking, when everything's open up and it's all safe and you can do anything in that day, people aren't going to go to the theaters. I feel like it's just more the idea of, oh, when I could go to the theater. But then quickly, once you can actually go out and do anything you want, people are going to do, okay, the theater is going to go back down to the bottom of the list. Because uh, even all of us here are saying, when's the last time we went? It's like a theater and to the movie see. has to be good, too, to draw you in. Also, yeah. Like, well, I mean, you know, what has come out or what, like you said, uh, you just saw Knives Out. I watched Knives Out a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. That was a good, I mean, it was a good, I saw that, but... The last movie I saw in theaters before everything shut down was 1917. Right. And it's a movie that you could only, I think you could kind of only see once and you kind of see it in the theater. And can I, while I watched some of that movie, I did not like 1917. <laughs> I have to be honest with you. I'm glad I didn't see it in the theater. Was, I'm glad. I mean, it was, it's, it's a really. I went from really loving Christopher Nolan. Because he did, he, he didn't he do that one? No. No, he did Dunkirk. I was thinking he did something else. Okay, I don't want to derail the point with that then. No, I like Dunkirk. I did not like 1917. I was like, that. It's a hard movie to pick up in the middle. No, I watched it from the beginning and then I I, I couldn't stay with it. It's definitely a movie that you, you. You don't benefit from multiple watches from it. But if you really like. Some of the more nitty gritty things. Well, it's like Saving Private Ryan. I can't watch that movie over and over again. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I I can. But it's it's got Tom Hanks in it. Well, it's got Tom Hanks in it. It's got Steven Spielberg, and it redefined World War II movies and the way we look at World War II. Nineteen Seventeen. What I like about it was it briefly got people somewhat interested in World War One. And they really yeah, briefly, bri- yeah. But <laughs> I did I have a because wasn't it similar? Like obviously, Sam Pry Ryan, you know, he's going. But isn't the premise of 1917? He has to find like his brother on the opposite end of the like under. Yeah, other... there's an attack that's going to happen, and it's an ambush, and they've got a base. There's no way to communicate fast, so right. he's got to run. Yeah, that's I, with the Tom and Baratheon, right? The, the, yeah, the, yeah, the kid yeah, yeah. played yeah, in Game of Thrones, yes. the younger. I mean, look, the acting was good. I, I it's like I felt. Terrible. There was a couple of scenes where I was like, "Oh my god, why did that guy yeah, when he's yeah. when the, the pilot? Crashed, yep. Oh my god!" I'm like, "Seriously?" Yeah, that's a bummer. That really yep. like just and I, that's where I broke. I said, "Enough now, I can't." And then I watched more of it, and I I, you know, I came back to it, and I'm like, mm, "I just can't." And it has nothing to do with World War One or World War Two because there weren't really good movies made about World War One. There weren't a lot of movies made. No, about World so you War kind of have to go in just willing to be upset after the you movie. Basically, yes. 
Yes. Well, it's a war movie, so nothing really. Yeah. It's not going to be uplift. It's not like Kelly's Heroes with no. Clint Eastwood. But it's, trying it's to find a, gold. But it's not it's like a, a World War One movie. And World War One was, there was no big, like, oh, we did something great moment. It was all just kind of yeah. terrible and it sad. Was. And then, <laughs> if you read about World War One with the mustard gas and the way that it was horrific what went on in, in World War One, it was horrific. But on a lighter side, now let's. Yeah. let's now I know we watched a lot of TV, watched a lot of you know movies on TV. We maybe read or was but there was there something that you wanted to do or try while this pandemic was going on? Like I, I tried to learn a, a new musical instrument. I'm not kidding. I tried horrifically badly. But was there something that you said? Now I've got this free time. I'm going to write or I'm going to. I did a lot of painting. Well, yes. A lot of painting, a lot of art stuff. You know, I kind of started before trying to get back into that. I had a friend in, like, uh, high school who was very good. So any art class I had, of course, had to be with him. And the teachers would just be like, all right, this kid will focus on this girl. We'll give her a a credit. (laughs) So, you know, I I always wanted to get more into it. But, you know, never really thought that I could. So I, I started that again. Tried that up. Well, I've seen your stuff. It's good. Your stuff it's is very good. Yeah, it's it really, really good. is. Because I have really that's good. another thing. I have like I tried to draw a little bit because we have these sketch pads here. It's it's I cannot do anything creative. I realize that's where we get it from. I, I know. I'm sorry that you <laughs> got that gene for me. I can't. Well, you can people. paint. You you know you guys can all do things. You you're much more talented than me. You have you're very analytical, Mikey. You have a very artistic side, Zach. You are, you know, you're creative with your writing, Stephen. You write wonderful stuff. Your articles and some of the things you write on, on all you guys write on Facebook or whatever. You do a great job at that. You you're succinct. You're to the point. But did anybody try learning an instrument? Did anybody try? Well, what was this instrument that you you've learned? You know, funny you should ask you that because I have it with me and and. And I'm going to show you. For our now. viewers can to I, see. Can I show you the instrument I was... Uh, this yes. No, yes. This yes. But will, also tell. It's been a mystery to us. Because... To tell the yeah. This yeah. is no... I we will don't tell. I'm going to show you... It's a show and tell for the audience. It is. And I just kicked the table. And I apologize for that. I knew it's it. It's miniature bagpipes. I knew wow. it. <laughs> and I got this oh my gift. God. Lord. Okay. From uh, the official title is the the official title is the Doodle Sack. It's called <laughs> it's the Doodle Sack. <laughs> Wait, so it's like you do about this? It says <laughs> how to play the Doodle Sack. Doodle sack. <laughs> Miniature bagpipes. They play. Where did you get these? Now, uh, your uncle David went to Scotland, uh-huh. and I said when you go to Scotland, you got to do me a favor. You got to bring me back like a. I want a sweater. Like, you know, they have those wool, heavy wool sweaters. I said, you're going to Scotland. Do me a favor, pick me one up. So he came back. He didn't get me a, didn't get me a sweater. I said, so you couldn't even get me a set of bagpipes either, right? You couldn't even find those. So he ordered me these used uh, miniature bagpipes, and they give you a song here to play, Scotland the Brave. And you know, I'm holding up the, the lyrics. Would you but, like to give a little? Uh, I, you can't. I can't. I can't even figure it out. Well, it's I mean, not you, blow, like... you have to hold it in your left hand, and you blow into here, and it fills this bag up. Yeah. 
But it's wow. not like the bagpipes are an easy <laughs> instrument to play. This is great uh, content, by the way. It's great radio. We had our, uh, yeah. our cameras ready for this. Yeah. So the audience I tried the, I, for hours, and I got no sound out of it. And then when I did, it sounded like, like birds. Those flying. are also from like 1953. So I don't know. I, I don't really know if those would work in good times. Well, yeah, but the thing is, like, it's just one, because I tried every other. I couldn't, like, I forget it. I couldn't play the piano. I couldn't play the guitar. I couldn't play anything. Come to the bagpipes. So I said, they're here. I've got a year to to kill, basically, and I can't can't play them. And I don't know if anybody wants to try that, you know, at another time we can maybe do a show on it. It just shows you, like, really, there's, and they're very difficult to... Well, if there's any fans of NPR, we'll have Jim Dizzler do a tiny desk concert. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Yeah. of of the doodle sack. Yes. We will. (laughs) doodle sack. By the time we get, you know, uh, audio and video. But yeah, there's just no... uh, When we get video to work, you know, at the same time with audio, we will have a tiny desk concert. I can do maybe a concert. Uh, of playing, I'll start with Scott Anywhere. on the Grave and then do some, you know, uh, start on Twitch or Facebook we, yeah, Live. We do episode live on Twitch. Yeah. When, dad plays the when he life. gets a song down, I tell you, you, you know, I got it. The fact because they give you the ratio, left hand, you fill the bag, you hold them up, you blow into this thing, and then they they have their, where your hands are supposed to be. We have to get you one that's them. made out of sheepskin. But well, it's so, absolutely, it's another I, I, instrument. Yeah. So that I just can't. Can't do. I know exactly what you mean about, and this is going to sound down, and it's it's not. But it's like I don't know if I have a discernible talent or anything that oh, I. Oh, I think you do. That I, that I that I particularly like, but I did try. I'm always trying to write. I don't know if I did anything of note, but yeah. I'm, you know, writing. Uh, uh, I started I, in the beginning when we all had a hobby. I did draw. A lot. Right. You can, Not I've well, seen some of your but I, but I I've drew. Seen your, I've seen your writings when you wrote in college <clears throat> and things, and, and you know you wrote about you know. But I like I'll start something and right away, I, and I don't know if it's just me or whatever, but I'm like, my first things are right away. I can't do it. Like I always told you guys, you can do anything you want to do. Yeah, you can, you can do it. I think this whole family has that same. I can we, tell I, everyone else they're wonderful and what they're doing is great, but when it comes to myself, everything I do that I look at, I'm like. I hate this. Yeah, <laughs> it's, you're, uh, it's you're horrible. Objectively excellent painter. <laughs> yeah, you but, are but good. Yeah, I feel really that good. same way about when you guys do stuff. Is objectively wow, that's great. But if I do something, I look at it, I'm like, oh my god, it's like a five year old did this. But like, that's all. Like what anybody, kid came in here? anybody who makes their own stuff is always their worst critic. You right. know. Even there's like actors who never have watched a single movie they've ever been in. Oh yeah, I know that game. I went to acting school and I could not <laughs> look even, at anything I did. Even Jesse Eisenberg. I'm not saying like he's like top of the top, but he's never watched a single movie he's ever been in because he's like, I if that. I see myself on screen, he's like, I just hate it. But right? it's like it that's you, out. It's you almost yeah. Even but listening to this podcast, sometimes you hear the voices like, oh god. Oh well, it nothing. Like <laughs> nothing sounds weird like weirder to myself than my own voice because yeah. you know yes. everybody's voice sounds different to themselves and it yeah. actually does sound and, and, and that's a thing yeah. that's definitely like something that we had and the i, I think that the thing is we, we've never wanted to be uh overly proud like act like we've been there kind of deal we're still humble we're, we're, we're very very <laughs> humble but uh you know what one th- one mantra i heard during this whole thing that, that kind of stuck out for me focus on the donut not the hole you know right, right. Fo- like look, look at Look at what's there and not not what isn't and how right. But you know. everybody is their own worst critic, though. I mean, that's the thing. But 
like when you try, like, look, I'm a lot older than you. I'm double Are your you? age. And I, like, I'm thinking, geez, I wish I could, like, I, we, we redid our bathroom. Mikey redid. Now, I couldn't have done that without Mikey's help. I couldn't have figured out the cuts. And I'm supposed to be the one teaching the young Padawan or whatever, <laughs> you know what I mean? Wow. And he's like, no, you got to measure and cut. And measure and cut. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Like, rather than just me, I think, because if I can't do it right away, and I don't know if Steven... You agree? Like, if I can't do it right away, yeah, I, I'm not. I can't do that stuff. I'm not. I get. Uh, I'm not. I was never a guy. Mikey's very uh, mechanically inclined. He could build right. things. He could look at things and say, oh, this, "You know, I can't do that." When I would do a construction job, I'd always be the guy mixing the cement or carrying stuff up the up a up a ladder. I was not the technical guy that could be right. cutting the wood or le like laying the brick. You know, I, I, I couldn't do it. Mikey is excellent. I think you have the pace. Like, I don't have, you, I think you and I. You're very similar in that. We have, I have no patience. With Zach and, 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 I, and Melissa, I think you do too because you could paint and to have the patience to paint and to do it. I think Zach and, 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 and uh, Michael have that too. I get so frustrated right away. Yeah. Where uh, your grandfather was very good at that. Uh, mom's father was very patient. Very. very excellent. He had that. He can just let's just calm it down, like a Mister Rogers thing with that. Let's just figure it out. Yeah. We can figure it out. And I have like from my side, my father was like, I can't. It's not gonna, you know. It we we. I remember like I was, and I don't want to go on because we have to end soon. But it took us, and no exaggeration. You know how you have like that shower head, Mike. You put that new one in with the thing. It took my father and me. Eight hours to put in the shower head with my father. There you go. Because we could, and that's where I got it from. He'd be cursing, and we he couldn't get the you know he couldn't undo it. Now he could work outside. He could do lawn. He knew how to do a lawn. He was amazing with, with landscaping. But as far as when you had to use a hammer or use a wrench, it took us forever, and it was just a basic thing. And we're like. Urgh. He put it the wrong way. It didn't tighten right. It was leaking all the time. We didn't put the screws in right. We didn't put the washers in right. And we're looking. He's looking at me, and I'm like, "What do I?" I'm like, "You know, nine. I don't know what I'm doing here. You're, you're the, you know, you're the dad. You got the thing." And he would. And he had very strong hands. My dad. So sometimes he would just use his hands to try to. Do, so we went through that, and then he bent the pipe, and I'm like, "Oh my god, this was." And this is just to put in a new shower head, with the detachable one where you had the hose part mm -hmm. and i find myself doing that and i always try to tell you guys you can do anything just don't follow my lead with it because i am like the worst with that stuff but you guys can seem to know and do a lot of different things which you did not get from from me with that but this another thing like i said playing an instrument i could never play an instrument and i tried always tried the guitar piano nothing it, it just didn't it just didn't work but I, but at least you guys tried things. Like you were in plays, you were in, you know, you do things. You went to acting school. You guys did plays. You do a lot of, you know, you wanted to learn how to skate. You learned how to skate. Like in boom, I learned how. Every time I tried to learn how to skate, I, it was constant falling. I hurt body parts I didn't even know I had. So, you guys always do things, which is really, really good. And I, it's a lot better than when I. I YouTube did is the best teacher. I hate <laughs> oh, to say yeah. it, but yeah, honestly. It like Free I was, education, baby. Oh, I mean, I remember when I was working, like, not to get, like, a big story, but when I was working, like, one of my uh, older jobs in an apartment complex, there's these guys who were putting in 
like the they were tasked to put in the whole surveillance place, like you know all the cameras and everything for the whole entire place. And I was like casually talking to the guy one day. I was like, "How'd you uh, end up getting into this?" I just looked it up on YouTube. Is that, and but it, it became like you were saying, oh, I built the bathroom. I looked up everything the day before on YouTube. How to put in a sink. Yeah. How to put in new pipes. How to put in the shower. I just looked it up on YouTube. But that's or with Google. in the vein of the the, the right. pandemic. That's like been my thing. Is not one specific thing. But if okay, there's something you got to do today. You just, like you look at it's it's not really Time like plug for YouTube YouTube TV yeah that's it we built a deck but I right. we looked it up the night two nights before and we're like okay this is how you build a deck and we built a deck but and, seeing it still being able to do it is still another thing like I can watch a person like you know strum the court and go okay that's and then I maybe I I think I'm gonna go from playing the you know was strumming to becoming Eric Clapton like a great guitar player you know I don't have that well, middle we all think that. I don't have that middle part first let's like take that baby step I'm more like ugh I can't forget it like I you know, know. I'm, you know and I get yeah. frustrated at, at things like that where well I definitely have moments like moment, it's like well, oh, well, this mean, isn't great right, <laughs> this needs to be great get, but yeah. you can still like power through or do the things like I I I immediately say well that's not good enough. I can't do it. I can't write. I'm never going to finish this. It's not right. I've thrown out more things, like ideas, like I'll wake up in the middle of the night and then jot something down and go, what the hell yeah. was I thinking about with that stupid thing? You know, not, but when you wake up, you're like, this is the greatest idea. This is going to make me. And then I look at it and I go, what? who gives it rat's rump about with this? Nobody's going to care about this thing. And I'm like, mm, maybe you're right. But well, at the time, it seems so good in my mind. And then it just doesn't. Well, maybe the one thing all of this nonsense taught us is that we shouldn't be, one, so hard on ourselves, and mm. nothing in time is a guarantee. No one knew this a year ago was going to happen, and we're going to essentially yeah. lose a year. Yeah. yeah. So, right. push through. And you did succeed at raising, I think, a pretty solid group of people. <laughs> well, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> With if help. You, if you do have a skill, Dad, I mean, not everyone has their adult children that actually love Yeah, yeah they want to hang out with their dad. Not to be a jerk. Like, I know a lot of people that can't stand their fathers or their fathers are like old racists that they don't want to hang out with. So, to your Some great friend, Well, the fact that you put that aside to still come here and want to do... Yeah, well, Zach was faking he was sick from the shot. He was trying to get out of it. So, and, you know... Oh, wow. Yeah, but, no, I'm just kidding, but... No, it's great that part, but that's not like you know. It's not you can't you can't monetize I mean, that. <laughs> you can't put a dollar sign on that one. You know what I mean? But no, that this makes me very happy that we can do this and all together and see each other and and that you know and then one day this will just. I'm just hoping I get something good in the will. Yeah, well. <laughs> yeah, you're getting the. Uh, you're gonna have my Reggie Jackson autograph picture, Melissa. That's all for you. Right we're gonna have there. to fight over the royalties because, for the podcast. Because that's from that picture there is from Forest Hills. Can I get that one? Yes, you can that's have that picture. Stadium, and right? and did, he was born in Douglas and Queens, uh, McEnroe there, Steve. So you can get that. I'm gonna one take too, the picture but, of Mike uh, and Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think for our first podcast after what about a year and a half? Is it two years? Yeah, two years. almost. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Grading everybody out here, I've got the most work to do, but I thank you guys for doing this. Stephen, you came, drove up here. Melissa, it's not easy to deal with the, you know, being sitting next to your father. Uh, Zach, getting your shot, your second shot. You're doing a great job. And, of course, Mikey, running the board now. Yeah. And uh, First time technical producer. So we uh, promise our next won't be another year. 
or a year and a yeah, half let's hope that. Yeah. 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 yeah, thanks let's... for tuning in, and we'll see you again soon. Craig T. Nelson.